theme for today is facing your fears. Now, we had some complaints yesterday about George's attitude and the, his, the volume of his voice. So today he's going to be screaming. Ain't that right, George? Yes! <laughs> <laughs> no, there were no complaints about my attitude. No, no one complained because no one listened. Well, I think we have one listener. We did. Shout out to our one listener. You know who you are. Yeah. We and we know who to, you are. We don't need to um, welcome back to George and Jess's Happy Hour. Mm. We're going to be with you for the next sixty minutes. Sixty minutes. No, well, I think we're going to do a we're going to do a rushed episode today. Not rushed as in quality will decline. Rushed as in speedy because we have to be somewhere in about five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to cram as much content as we can into five, five minutes. Five minutes. And uh, I hope you enjoy. So three, two, one. Let's go. <laughs> oh, you didn't see the but when George said the quality won't decline. I gave him a little eye raise, suggesting that the quality might decline. So if you're this is your first episode tuning in, just stick around, all right? We've got some half-an-hour doozies in the bag for you. Yeah, we've got some really exciting content coming up, such as what is your greatest fear? You're going to find out what each of our greatest fears are. Is that now? Should we do that now? Let's start. What's your greatest fear, Jess? My greatest fear is that a dog will bite me. What's your greatest fear? (laughs) (laughs) Do I have to be my myself as well? Uh, Okay, don't. My greatest fear is the events of Sinister 2012. Great film. Happening to me. It's just horrible. George's greatest fear is Sinister the movie. It's really good. My favourite part in it is when Ethan Hawke, star of Hamlet, Moon Knight, and The Purge, is like, what's this sound in the box? And and it's his his kids in a box. Apparently he was sleepwalking. But I've heard of sleepwalking. Pretty sure it doesn't go that way. But I don't mean to insult the movie. It's really good. Also, The Purge is a really good one. Oh, I'm going to watch that soon. Less scary, I think. Because at the end of the day, I think humanity is less scary than the supernatural. Some people disagree with me on that. Yeah, of course, there was a supernatural occurrence in Sinister, Bulio. Bulio. Well, I can't remember what his name was. I get him confused because there's Pazuzu in The Exorcist, Paimon in Hereditary, and Boo. It's called Mr. Boogie. Boogie, Boogie Man. Yeah. But hey, we're not going to come up with it now. I think probably best not to broadcast his name as well, because that might summon. Oh yeah, if you see a picture of him, he comes into real life. And George, I sent you a clip of him earlier. You did, but also you saw a picture of him in the film. I know, but I'm not scared of him. So so I'm I'm telling myself that I'll be okay, because... um... (laughs) I'm not the one who shat my pants when I first watched the movie. (laughs) (laughs) That was um, was, was not me. (laughs) So what are are your greatest fears, George? Um, My other great fears... Would have to be um, probably sort of general like road traffic accidents. Yeah, a, I think it's good to have everyday fears, you know, like standard fears, realistic fears, because then you can identify them and mitigate against them. But you can't mitigate road accidents. You can by driving carefully. Yeah. Well, I don't drive. <laughs> <laughs> Which brings us to our news segment. I was scrolling through MSN before I started recording. <laughs> no, actually, do you think I should read that out, George? Um, maybe, maybe not. It's okay, it was a bit dark. George said, but... just in in her in her darkness. Um, <laughs> I came up with a news story. Ever dark family. Horrible news story. <laughs> well, I come up with a happy. There's a happy news story. Why just on, on Kate side, Middleton on side and Chris William oh. issue apology. What's your side point? On the, on the side point, MSN is always, always having horrible news stories. Yeah. I think I turned off mine. 
Now, if you go to if you go to if you're using Windows and you go to the bottom right of your computer, you'll get all sorts of fun news stories, such as the forgotten EastEnders actors from 1993 that cracked America. <laughs> That's big. Yeah. Few people have cracked America. Have you? Uh, I've not cracked. I've never been to America. I would like to go one day. If I'd you like go to, to Mer- New York, may we get asked one of my next question? Really would you like to go to New York? I would like. <laughs> Uh, yes. Because, George, I've got here two oh, tickets for New York. For me and my and my, my mum. No, <laughs> for me and my mum. <laughs> I was once watching... Nice thanks. I was once watching a screen... Hang on, I think we're about to get a knock on our magic door. We've got a special guest in. Yeah. It's, it's, the, it's the demon from... Um, Sinister... Hello. Oh, here's our special yeah, guest, is. everybody. <laughs> Live on camera, pull up a chair, mystery special Would guest. Would you like to introduce yourself? Hello, everybody. How are we doing? Oh, <laughs> the voice of an angel. That voice, that voice is made for podcasting. Uh, does anyone recognise it? It's... It's John. John! John. I'm so proud to be here. And what I understand to be kind of part of the relaunch of the Jordan Jess podcast. Yeah, mm. oh, absolutely. Uh, a couple of years on from its... Uh, Initial inception for exactly. And of course, it's not your first time on the podcast, is it? I remember you were one of our very special guests back in the depths of lockdown. Yes. And I think we talked about, I can't remember what we talked about because I can't remember much from the early days. It was a haze. Yeah, but I remember it was a good time. Yeah, I was sat on my sofa uh, <laughs> and you asked, you interrogated me for half an hour. Um, you asked me what my favourite book of the Bible was, I think is the only question I can remember. I said the Book of Romans. Does that stand up now? Um, um, I think it probably does. Uh, I think it probably does. What's well, the maybe biggest change between when we last spoke to you and when we're now speaking to you now? Oh, well, it's been a, <laughs> I have to say, dear listeners, it's been a, it's been a, a hectic well, two years. It's, it's a lot can happen to you. Yeah. Time, especially, yeah. especially at uni. Yeah. Especially um, at uni. We've gone from being freshers to finalists since this podcast. Since yeah. I was last on the podcast. Yeah, yeah that's mm. crazy. Um, we saw this in yeah. yeah, you might be able to notice in our voice, listeners, that we sound a little bit more mature yeah. and a little bit wiser. But today's theme is about fear. So, John, we're going to ask you, what's your greatest fear? Um, well, my greatest irrational fear is of birds. I'm oh, very really? intensely dislike birds of all shapes and sizes. So, with your the, the film that you find most scary is the birds, aren't they? Um, or Alfred the Hitchcock's The Birds. I find them horrible in all their forms, from, from swans down to chickens. Really? What about like um, little flatbirds? The little tiny sparrows and things? I don't like them one bit. Really? <laughs> I think they're just, they're very, they're very kind of the way they move their head and their beaks and their feathers. Mm-hmm. Um, and the noises that they make, they just, they send shivers down my spine. I often wonder what birds' beaks are made of and what they would feel like to touch. Yeah, I think they would feel quite uh, like a hard plastic. Yeah, hard like plastic. your glasses. Uh, no, harder. Harder. Well, there you go. That, that's <laughs> what a bird's beak sounds like. <laughs> if you've got any bird listeners listening, please write us in at jjohnatherston at gmail.com to tell us what birds' beaks feel like. But what's your most rational fear, John? Um, my most rational fear is fear of people taking a dislike to me. That's a good fear. Uh, which I think is something that, a fear that everyone has. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I will admit to being too concerned with, uh, uh, how other people perceive me and kind of allowing that to dictate how I behave. So I would say that that's, 
my most pervasive fear, but arguably quite rational and quite common. I would say so, because humans are communal creatures. So if someone, if there's the thought of hostility within a community, one will be naturally averse to that. Mm. Uh, definitely. That's true, that's true. Um, especially living in a community like a college like we do, you know, with such a large um, number of people that you come into contact with on a day-to-day basis. That's true. It's like that's... social Darwinism times 10. Mm-hmm. I would say my most rational fear, or mine, well, George, we were speaking this with George earlier, the fear that someone you really know you might not know. Yes. That's my greatest fear of all time. And what would you said that you only trust people? Up to what? 98%. <laughs> I'm sure I said that. But I trust you to 99%. Because oh, it'd be very scary if you found out that your parents were a serial killer, yeah. for instance. That's a scary people, thought of people. people sometimes do. I think it'd be a bit scary about that. Yeah, yeah one in ten that, people. That the, the BTK killer. Stands to bind, torture, kill killer. His um, daughter mm-hmm. was a school teacher and she got a knock on the door one day. And she was like, hello, police officer. Are you here to tell me what a good teacher I am? And... And the people said, no, your dad's a serial killer. Uh, but she wrote a book about it. Oh, right. <laughs> called My Dad's a Serial Killer. It could be called that. It could <laughs> be called That's Not My Dad. He's far too <laughs> not killing enough people. <laughs> <laughs> That's not my dad. He's far too shiny. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I think since it's going to be a briefer section podcast, because us three, what, John, do you want to tell the listeners what we're about to do? Yeah, I mean, you listeners are, are honoured to hear the, the tandem voices of the entire membership of Cambridge University's most illustrious society <laughs> um, called Punch Sock. Punch Sock. Um, contrary to what it may sound like, uh, there's no boxing. Yes. Um, there is no physical contact of any type yes. involved. Um, as of yet, we don't know how it will progress. But what we do <laughs> is we go to Sainsbury's and we buy a bottle of, uh, of white rum and some juices, put them in a big jug and then we watch a film together and drink the punch and just hang out and have a good time i was going to suggest so as well so what you need is a large plastic jug just you'll take the next item and then you need to get your two hands that you were born with and if you don't have any uh you can't make punch or you can ask a friend to help you or yeah a helper. and you pick up some some cartons of some juices yes John will say what juices they are. We would recommend a, a one uh, to two ratio of rum to juices. Uh, so work out how much rum you want between the uh, the group of you. And a then we should say a litre. A litre is probably about enough. Yeah. yeah. And then so whatever much, however much rum you get, get double as much juice. The rum goes in first, then yeah. the juices. Remember, ice is absolutely essential. Ice is imperative. As as is some whole fruits to chop up and put in. Yes, and I recommend I got this really cool jug, which I'm looking at right now, and it's got a filter, and you can jam it full of oranges and limes, which add a little bit of essence. And if you want as well, you can put it in the plastic bag, put it over your warm water mask, and then you'll feel like you're in the Caribbean. Yeah, and we could do, we haven't done this yet, you can put a little sugary top. Oh, yes, we yeah. haven't done that yet, but that no. would be... I've got a thing of sugar that I could put in one of well then we're now we're just planning our social best. so that's our that's our recipe and what film are we going to watch today we're going to watch according to you john star wars we always watch a star wars episode so i think today john wants to watch star wars episode four a new hope yeah. george wants to watch no i would also want to watch i want to rewatch sinister so we'll <laughs> duke it out the punch stock will become real and john will probably win 
and we'll watch New Hope and we'll sit down and it'll go and then it'll go and then we'll go yeah this is great Thunderdog's great and you're an invited listener next week we'll live stream the whole thing Don't give Jess any ideas. <laughs> <laughs> well, this podcast episode was sponsored by Sinister. It's in cinemas near you. Um, well, not anymore because it came out in 2012. But thank you for listening and thank you, John, for joining us. It's been an absolute honour. Thank you for taking mm. eight minutes out of our designated punch stop time. And thank you, George, for being my better co-host. Oh, oh thank you. Oh, no, no, I wouldn't say that. No, I wouldn't <laughs> actually say that either. Um, and we'll join you next time. For hopefully, John will still be with us uh, <laughs> around on this mortal coil. And I'm sure you'll be back on this show. Goodbye, so, bye, everybody. Bye, everyone. Bye. Love